peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist, a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, 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 and then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented, and the establishment that protects them has engaged in a massive cover-up of widespread 
criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement and we will take back this country for you and we will make America great again. What is going on family? I know it has been a chaotic day. This is one of those days that I'd said would be, you know, one of the most historic in our history, and it uh, has proved to be nothing less than that. And I know that a lot of people out there that are watching the mainstream news, they are probably freaking out right now. There's a, a lot of narrative out there that uh, really divides even, you know, patriots and Trump supporters and things like that. And so I know a lot of people are looking for truths and answers. And so we'll do our best to explain what we know, uh, what we've seen, what we can prove, at least show you, uh, which is different from a lot of the stuff that you're seeing out there on the mainstream media, for sure. So great to have you all here. And, um, you know, we sent um, three people initially uh, to the uh, you know, the March for America, the um, the Trump rally there in D.C. And um, I ended up sending a few more. So it ended up being around 10 or 12 people that we sent in total. Um, so it was great that uh, some of them, you know, they had enough money with a thousand bucks to take more people. Some people were able to, to make it to four people. Um, then we added a few more. So anyways, um, we've got uh, some video footage that we will uh, share some photos too. And uh, apologies to Shane Keating, Shane Keating. I think uh, one of the, I think uh, one of somebody accidentally muted him on last uh, on the last stream. So I told you I would apologize because it was accidental, my friend. So apologies to Shane. And um, yeah, so anyways, we'll have some uh, some video from uh, Jonathan Richard and his uh, lovely wife, uh, Tina, uh, Chris, Rice Crypto, a bunch of other guys, too. Um, so, yeah, let's see here. Let me talk about a couple things we want to go over here really quick. I got some notes here. I'm trying to thumb through real quick for you so we can kind of keep everything on 
uh, on point because there's definitely a lot to cover here. So, um, but one of the things, you know, we knew is these, uh, the Democrats, you know, whatever you want to call it, the, you know, maybe not just them, the, the deep state, they were not going to go down uh, without swinging. You know what I mean? There's no way that, uh, you know, that they were just going to let all this evidence and all the facts, you know, come out to the American people. And that's one of the things that I had tweeted out a couple of days ago saying, you know, how, you know, why would they walk into certain defeat? You know, will they walk out? Well, they, it appears that it's more than a walk out. It appears, you know, it looks like they're trying to, um, you know, frame um, Trump supporters, in my opinion, uh, for this when we have some video evidence that we'll get into here in a little bit. Um, also, you know, we'll talk more about uh, Operation Sunlight or whatever y'all want to call it. Um, Total Recall. We'll talk about Pence. We'll talk about uh, some news uh, that I don't, I can't confirm it, but it's an article talking about a, a raid on, on Biden's compound. So um, anyways, I'll share that with you and see, uh, see what y'all think about it. Again, it's unconfirmed, you know, as far as, as far as I know, but uh, just like when, when we uh, heard about the uh, Frankfurt um, report about the servers being, um, you know, basically uh, taken or seized, um, you know, the same day we, we told you about it. Um, we're still waiting to see if that happened, right? I mean, we, we have reports that it happened. We still haven't seen uh, the goods, so to speak. All right. Um, so enough of my ranting. You know, we got our good buddy Craig here from Just Informed Talk on. How you doing, buddy? What's uh, what's your thoughts on today? And then we'll just kind of dive into all the other stuff. Well, I mean, it's good to be here, Robert. Thank you for having me. Thank you to your audience. Uh, you guys are awesome out there. Everybody's shown so much uh, love and support. and a lot. And today's a tough day, like you said, for a lot of patriots out there who – uh, have seen so much happen today. It seems as though Mike Pence may may or may not have uh, basically abandoned and betrayed us. Uh, we saw President Trump come out and give an amazing speech earlier in the morning, and then we saw patriots basically storm the Capitol and take over the U.S. Capitol building, which uh, doesn't surprise me at all. And and if a lot of your audience may be like me, you know, it, it's it was a little uh, satisfying to be quite honest to see. Uh, something like that happen. A lot of people are saying it was infiltrators, Antifa. Um, but uh, we'll get into all that. I guess we'll talk about that later in the episode. And, and I'm sure that your audience will contribute their thoughts in the, in the comments and in the ongoing uh, conversation that's happening here on the live stream. But I would say overall today played out, um, you know, we were hoping for the best, preparing for the worst. Uh, and Mike Pence and his decisions obviously affected uh, an outcome that now there's been a, a, a serious and sudden backlash. So we'll see if that, you know, has any repercussions in and of itself. Uh, I saw people tweeting out that, you know, one of the reasons that Mike Pence didn't uh, come out and say that he would send the uh, electors certification back to the States is because he didn't think he could adjourn Congress. Well, guess what? Patriots adjourned Congress for him. So uh, he may be able to rethink his decision now, uh, but there's just so many uh, traders, sleepers uh, in the swamp that uh, it seems Mitch McConnell, I watched his speech today. He turned his back on the American people. I can't wait to see him get primaried and replaced. Uh, all these rhinos in Congress who are uh, taking the easy way out and just turning, rolling over and, and, and just going belly up for these people. Um, they're going to get their comeuppance uh, when it comes to the polls. And uh, when it comes to the next election, there won't be met. The, the GOP is basically uh, imploded on itself and uh, it will be no more come the next election cycle. I can guarantee you that, Robert. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, afraid that uh, we can't uh, wait that long. <laughs> we can't wait till 2022, man. We're uh, we're in it now, man. We're at the crossroads, man. The, the storm is definitely upon us, and uh, we need, um, you know, we we definitely need to sort this out first. And um, so there's there's a lot of stuff to discuss. I want to start by reading, um, you know, John Adams. Uh, he was the second president of the United States, and he uh, wrote this back in 1798. He says, "We have no government." armed with power, capable of contending with human passions, unbridled by morality and religion. Our constitution was made only for a religious and moral people. It is wholly inadequate for the government of any other. So, you know, again, if you don't have morality and you don't have God in your life, you can see how, look what they've done to Trump. Look what they've been trying to do to us since well, I mean, at least 63. But, you know, look what they've been doing to Trump over the past four years. Uh, when you look at um, a lot of these Democrats, you know, they just they lie and deny and they use all these platforms um, and all these patsies to kind of push their lies and their agendas on us. And, and we're, we're seeing that, you know, Trump even today said uh, the greatest enemy of the people was the mainstream media, these big tech platforms. Uh, we're seeing that, you know, they're pushing their narratives um, you know, down our throats. But, um, you know, kind of like Lynn Wood says, he says, you know, all eyes will be revealed and the truths will be revealed. And and that's what we're waiting for. You know, a lot of this, um, you know, it, it just it reminds me of like 1984, the stuff that we're seeing. And, um, you know, it's 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 like uh, we're, we're watching it. You know, we're watching we're watching them try to twist the narrative. We're watching them uh, try to program us. Um, you know, we, we get their disturbing opinions and, and not facts. We get these narratives. We don't ever get, you know, like the truth. And, you know, it just reminds me of Orwell. You know, it's like wake up, Winston. You know what I mean? Wake up, Winston. That's that's what people need to do here, because. You know, we are we are definitely uh, we're we're all under attack right now for sure. This is um, this is definitely the crossroads, man. It's going to go one way or the other. We're going either full socialism or communism, or we're going you know patriotic back to our roots. And it's going to be really interesting to see uh, what Trump does because he has the power right now, always has, to make this stop. You know, with his EOs, with his Directive Fifty Ones, with his Insurrection Act, all kinds of stuff. And so for people that um, you know, obviously everybody probably knows, um, you know, something happened at the Capitol today, but it was when um, they were when basically uh, they were contesting the Arizona results, the electoral results, and they started to have a hearing um, within both both houses. Right. So you had the Senate that was discussing it. I didn't see what they were saying, uh, but we were watching the House. And I think it was um, was it Gozar. I think he was breaking down, um, you know, all the irregularities, the, the shenanigans of sorts. Next thing you know. Uh, there's a breach in the Capitol and they're trying to frame it as it's, um, you know, Trump supporters. And don't get me wrong. I, I imagine there are a lot of Trump supporters that, that you know, partook in this. But it appears that the, the, the group that started it, all right, the group that started it appears. And this is just from what I've seen in video and from and from what I've been able to kind of decipher through pictures and, and everything else. Um, and and I, I know there's there's things like Photoshop and stuff like that, but these these seem pretty legitimate. From and again, this is just my opinion. But it appears that a group of people were um, let in by police to actually. Uh, start this to actually start uh, the breach on the Capitol. And then it seems um, as though, you know, some of the Trump followers, you know, followed him in. Um, and it doesn't seem like, you know, like a typical uh, Antifa type BLM type um, terrorist uh, attack. You know what I mean? It's not like they were uh, burning things or, you know, like being super destructive. It was uh, more like them just kind of wandering around in the Capitol. But it appears, though, it was started by people um, dressed up 
as you know MAGA somebody you know people dressed up as Trump supporters and um, and I'll show some of that um, with you here in a minute. So if you want, I'm going to go ahead and pull this up and feel free to 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 kind of chat a little bit while I'm pulling everything up for everybody. All right. Well, I guess just to comment on that, what you're talking about here, I watched it all morning. I was live tweeting it as it was happening. And I was basically pointing out that, um, you know, first of all, like you said, it's obviously not all Antifa. And yes, there were some Antifa obvious agitators who were probably involved with breaking a few windows and knocking a few doors down. Maybe the police were involved in letting them in. But at the end of the day, uh, the clips you're probably going to show are going to show exactly what you know, we saw happen in real time, which was tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of pissed off Americans marching on the U.S. Capitol building and walking right in there and walking directly to the people who claim to represent us and say, you are failing at your job. And we are here to tell you in one uncertain voice that you are abject failures and we will not back down. We will not be silenced. And uh, for me, you know, it. it Antifa is obviously a problem, the infiltration. Obviously, it's illegal. I wouldn't advocate, you know, breaking down doors and, and barging into Congress. But at what point, I asked this question on Twitter, at what point do we draw the line? When is enough enough? When do we allow Antifa to burn down our cities and uh, kill our police officers and, and commit acts of violence and terrorism? And, uh, and we don't do anything about our government being flushed down the toilet and sold to the CCP wholesale. And uh, I really don't know what the answer is, but I'll tell you this, that Representative Louis Gohmert predicted that, that this would be a kind of a starting point to what could happen, which is a civil war, if uh, our government isn't fixed, if the justice isn't restored, and uh, if the rule of law isn't really upheld. Because it's hard for me to, to tell people to go follow the Constitution when you have Congress desecrating it every day and slapping every American in the face while they, they tell you that, that you're basically a subject to the federal government uh, while they don't follow it. So, I mean, I can see both sides of the argument, but I'm more of the opinion now that um, what the Patriots did there in Washington, D.C. was uh, a wake-up call. It should serve as a wake-up call to Washington that uh, there's there, it won't end here if they keep uh, trying to uh, basically subvert our Constitution and undermine the sovereignty and security of our nation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. And um, I'm trying to keep up with everybody's comments. You know, love y'all. God bless you. We got a ton of people here on uh, D Live and YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and Periscope, Twitch, pill.net. They're doing a great job over there, um, as well as um, looks like D Live and uh, Twitch. I, I don't know, a couple more. So, anyways, love y'all. It's, uh, it's been a wild day for sure, and it's just going to get even more wild. Um, one of the things that, you know, that I'd said was, uh, we know Trump, you know, one wins. And I said this a couple days ago, we know if tomorrow goes per the constitution, it's confirmed. Democrats know this too. So why would they walk into certain defeat? Will they walk out? Regardless, we won and win. Much will happen between now and the 20th, right? Stay positive. We win. So I'd said that. And, and the reason for that. Um, is because we knew that we were going to have this contested. You know, I did videos like 
well over a month, two months ago, talking about how you could contest this, you know, Congress and the Senate and have hearings. And um, But the American people haven't really seen all the evidence. They keep being told by the mainstream media this evidence doesn't exist. They keep saying that, oh, it's been thrown out of court 60 times, but never once on the merits. It's only on standing or latches or things like that. These these things to kick the curb, kick the can down the curb or down the, down the street, down the road. Um, because they didn't want to actually hear the evidence and be forced to make a decision that would turn this election around the right way. Um, so right when they started talking about some real evidence and facts about all the shenanigans, that's when we had the breach. All right. So what better way, rather than walking out and looking completely shady, than to orchestrate something like this? And this is just my opinion, but this appears to be very coordinated. It appears to be uh, something that uh, they spent a lot of time um, you know, preparing for. This comes from Sidney Powell. It says, Antifa thinks it can distract America from regaining control over its election integrity. We see through these antics. They aren't even smart enough to hide it. So I don't know if you all saw this. You know, this was talking about, um, you know, this this uh, tweet or whatever to other Antifa members and things like that. It says, wear MAGA hats, um, USA flags, um, you know, have your insignias and convincing police uniform is even better. So dress up like cops and dress up like MAGA. All right. So this was something that we saw. We saw this a while back. Um, then we see here this guy. All right. So this guy here is at the uh, Tempe BLM March in June. All right. Well, you know, I, I got to interrupt you there. You know, I personally know that man. OK. So is he with Trump? I, I don't believe I think he's 100 percent a patriot with us. I don't I think yeah. all the stories are BS because I met him uh, in October in Arizona at a Q conference. Uh, and then I met him again at the Trump rally afterward. He follows Trump around. He goes to all the protests. He's a big anti. You know, he's a big Q guy. He's he didn't strike me at all. As, uh, as a matter of fact, we had a Q&A session. And he was one of the guys asking questions. I mean, how could you forget that guy? He dresses like sure. that all the time. Um, he carries a spear around with a sword on it and a sign that says, uh, Q sent us, or yeah. Q sent me. And uh, I mean, I know him. I don't know him personally, personally, but we have had interactions in the past. He seemed like a very, you know, well-spoken, mild-mannered patriot who just wanted to, uh, he asked us a few questions at the conference and uh, we answered them and, and we took pictures together. I'm sure there's a picture out there of me and him and, and with all the other guys that were there. Um, so I highly doubt that that the rumors that have been spreading about this man are true, considering I met him a long time ago, or not too long ago, actually, back in October, so a few months ago, and uh, he seemed totally normal and not a not radical at all, to be quite honest. Yeah, because, you know, Sidney Powell is saying the opposite, so I trust you, I trust you. you well, know, I mean, saying. look, Sidney Powell probably has never met this man and probably just reading what you're reading off the internet, and, and that's the problem with Twitter is I, I was tweeting this out today too. I was like, well, you know, a lot of the people there, I mean, who are in the Capitol building, I knew them. I knew who they were. I'd met them before. I'd, I saw their pictures. I recognized them. So I thought, you know, it's it's really fascinating how these rumors get started on Twitter and then everybody, now I don't know the gentleman with the, you know, hammer and sickle. I get that. And yes, I do believe Antifa would be a part of this crowd. And I'm just saying you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater and you can't just, um, you know, I, it's I, obvious that you had a mix of both, right? I know. So, I think that's what it is. I think there were a mix of people dressed up as Antifa. I think so uh, somebody pointed Antifa out on Twitter. So yeah, here's, somebody, here's this dude. Right. Somebody pointed out on Twitter that uh, there were a lot of Antifa there 
and or that there were no Antifa counter protests. So nobody was dressed in the black clad, wearing raving the Antifa flag. It pretty much looked like all Trump people, which was a point of suspicion to say, yes, they had infiltrated the crowd. But and yes, I do believe they were probably the ones breaking the windows and breaking the doors. And I do believe you're right. A lot of patriots just walked in and said, hey, you know, I think the Patriots wanted to be there regardless, though. You can't tell me that the, the thousands of people who were pushing the police lines back were all Antifa. I just don't believe that for one second. I think that there's just too many uh, rumor mills on Twitter. And, uh, you know, look, I get it. There's a lot of Antifa in there, and maybe they were some of the instigators. But let's just be honest. If you don't think that this was going to happen and it's not going to get worse, if there is no justice in our electoral system, if there is no justice in our democracy, I don't know what to tell you because I'm one of those people that believes that, you know, did our founding fathers say it's not, we, we, we can't uh, peacefully uh, protest the, the British subjugation in 1776. Did they say, oh, we can't throw tea in the harbor because that wouldn't be polite or that might be against the law. I mean, at what point, like I said before, you allow your, your entire government to be uh, seized by communists. I mean, and that's the thing. They, they, they Antifa people were fighting this fake fascism. But I would say on the opposite end, uh, patriots on the Trump party, Patriot Party, are actually fighting against real communism that has infiltrated our country, uh, not this fake made-up fascism that's, that's spread like cancer um, by the fake news and big tech. Yeah, no, I get you. Trust me, I know there is a lot of unhappy patriots out there. I get the, I get all the tweets, I get the texts, I get them on Telegram. Um, I fully get it. I understand. Um, but what I'm getting at is this looks like it was, you know, a provocateur of sorts. Imagine if you have, you know, 50, 100, whatever, um, you know, Antifa types that, you know, are in on this and they just remove the barricades. And then you have a whole bunch of upset uh, Trump supporters. Okay, because they just saw Pence do what he did. Um, yeah, people are definitely going to be upset. But when when have we ever you know done anything like this? You know, I mean, Trump supporters are known for you know law and order for the most part, right? We don't see them uh, doing the Antifa BLM type tactics. But if if they're allowed to go in and basically storm the Capitol behind what they think are you know other patriots, then I do believe uh, they would follow. Some of them, you know, thousands of them probably did. We saw the you know the video footage and the photos of, you know, Palancy, uh, you know, uh, her, uh, her desk and supposedly her open emails and people taking pictures, you know, there at the, uh, at the head of the Senate and um, in the house and all, all these different types of things. So I don't put it past them at all. I understand they're upset and they have every reason to be, we are absolutely, um, you know, at that, uh, at that precipice point, we really are. We're definitely at the crossroads, but I just don't think that it would this, I think this was something set up um, by the other side, because look at the timing, dude, you know, there's, let me, let me ask you a question. how do you, how, do, how does it right when they start busting out the evidence? That's when this happens. You know what I mean? It's I like, it. there's too many coincidences. Look, there are, no, there are I, I understand that, that it, it, it did interrupt I, the ongoing hearing. It did interrupt ongoing hearing. Yes. It looks like the police are backing mm -hmm. down. You know, police have historically for black lives matter and Antifa backed down every single time. Yeah, I don't see so, any anything. You know, they just kind of like to remove the uh, you know the barricades there and just kind of let them in. To me, it looks like this was planned and this was orchestrated. No, but let me ask you this, because I've been I was watching this all day on Twitter, probably just like you and on all the other social media and seeing all the updates. Did it seem to you that President Trump was 
really wanting the Patriots to evacuate the Capitol? Did it seem like, or did it seem like he was just saying, don't be violent and don't hurt the police? Because all I heard from President Trump for the first two or three or four hours of it was literally be peaceful, uh, you know, not saying anything to the effect of, you know, if, uh, get out of the Capitol, you know, don't go into the Chamber of Commerce and don't put the fear of God in these, you know, traitor uh, uh, congressmen and women who have obviously betrayed their oath to the Constitution, betrayed the American people and all their actions. I think President Trump was basically saying you he was giving them a taste to say, you think Antifa is scary. Wait till you get a pissed off American Patriot Party rolling up to D.C. and saying, we're not going to allow you to sell our country. We're not going to allow you to allow, to allow a traitor like Biden in office. And I may be sounding like one of those radicals now, but you can't be peaceful when you're up against people. You can't always be peaceful when your enemy is willing to, to use any means necessary to destroy you and everything that you stand for. I mean, at what point, as I'll say again, and I'll say it again and again and again, do you draw a line and say enough is enough? And, and I think today was the day that the American people said enough is enough. And regardless of whether Antifa was breaking windows and opening doors, it's the patriots that walk through those doors who matter to me and who are telling the rest of the, the country and the rest of the world that this country will not be taken over by communist China and the traitors in the Democrat Party and the rhinos who don't represent us in the GOP. And if that gets me in trouble, so be it. But I'm not going to sit here and play tillywinks and say, you know, oh, man, it's all Antifa's fault. And we should be we should be really scared of these Antifa guys. Antifa couldn't do the things that our Patriot Party can do when we put our minds to it and come together. So I'm, I'm just saying, Robert, I get where you're going with this. But and then President Trump, if you look at that video he made where he said it told everyone to go home. Eighty percent of that video was him telling us this election was fraudulently stolen. So, I mean, it, and 20% of it was just saying, hey, you guys can go home for the night. I think you made your point. Yeah. No, again, there's, there's, there's no question in my mind. There are far more of us than them. All right. Period. I've said that. I can't tell you how many times it's, I'm not going to say it again, but look, I, I get what you're saying. All I'm saying is I believe this was orchestrated by the left. All right. I believe it was orchestrated by them. And then Trump, by telling people, you know, let's march to the Capitol. Some of those people, a lot of those people saw a way in and they went in, right? Because they're all pissed off and rightfully so. But I just don't think that this was a movement created by MAGA. There's too many coincidences. You know what I mean? I, I totally get what you're saying. And I, and I get that, um, you know, the Patriots have had enough. And I get that if that ever gets to that point, um, well, yeah, it's it's over. It's a wrap. The point is here, Robert. We are at that point. That's what I'm saying. I'm telling you well, unequivocally that we are at that point, which uh, I am personally drawing the line and saying, I'm yeah. not going to sit around and say this is all good and and you know just let it be and peaceful this protest. You know, we can peacefully protest, but we can also it's our capital building. It's our house. We bought, paid for it with our tax dollars, our family's tax dollars, generations. We are entitled to be 
involved in our government. We can't be cut out by a corporate class. This is how we'll lose our democracy if we don't. I get that. I get that. I totally get that. But again, what I'm getting at is one simple fact. If the MAGA movement didn't start this, but then did what you're saying, okay, after that, then yes, that's that's what it appears to be. But what I'm getting at is they did not initially put this together. The coincidences are too great. Then they did exactly what you're saying. And they're like, you know what? This is our house. These people work for us. You're going to do what we say. I get that. We're we're definitely getting to that point. But one of the one of the, the tweets that I saw that was interesting because I've talked about the EOs, I've talked about the Directive 51, Insurrection Acts, all these types of things. And I'll play the video for people and hopefully that you know it doesn't get uh, the channel taken down because Twitter has already completely censored Trump uh, with with that video at least. Um, it, more may come. The more censorship of Trump, you know, we can speculate. But we already saw the tweet that he did with the video telling people to go home, basically to you know that he loves them and, and to stay safe and uh, you know don't uh, you know don't do um, you know dangerous things and just basically go home. That is part of the Insurrection Act, right? So it says before invoking the powers under the act, it requires a president to publish a proclamation ordering the insurgents to disperse. That's what he did. And then Twitter censored the crap out of that video. Um, I don't know, this one right here. So this, you know, you can't, see, <laughs> geez, I just clicked it. Um, and anyways, you can't, um, you know, retweet. Uh, let's see here. This, oh, this is from Boris Epstein. So if I go to actually uh, Trump's. You can quote to it, but that's it. Gotcha. Well, there you go. See, it's gone. This tweet violated the Twitter rules. Oh, well, now you can't. But so as soon as you it, one... it, there you go. Boom, it's gone. So that, that's what I'm getting at is this, you know, the, the media is, is the enemy here. And he tells the people there, although I do have a backup right here, just in case they did do that, um, I'm going to have to uh, unshare and then reshare the screen again so that way everybody gets the audio. I'm going to go ahead and play this for you. Might get the video taken down, might get the channel taken down. I don't know. We'll see. But um, I'm going to play it for everybody so you all can hear it and then go back to the uh, go back to this tweet here with with the Insurrection Act. And, you know, Trump has never called for violence ever. Uh, he's never asked us to do anything like that. Don't get me wrong. I know there's enough patriots out there. If the time came, it would happen. Uh, but I, I don't think I think today was orchestrated. It was planned. And then the patriots, after hearing you know, Pence, you know, fail us after, you know, uh, Trump's speech, it wasn't quite, you know, his normal speech. Uh, they got all the facts. They got the evidence. Uh, you know, they're upset. But then if this was already planned and you had provocateurs, well, then that's there you go. That's that's what we saw. I believe I believe we saw Antifa start it, And then Trump, you know, his, his supporters, us, um, you know, we went in there and said, you know, this is ours. And um, uh, we, we've had enough, right? I think that's how it started. I don't think it was uh, MAGA that started this. That's all I'm getting at. I don't think they started it. Um, and I, I don't want to get you 100%. This. I don't think yeah. there was any premeditation to it. And I don't think it was the MAGA group putting it together and saying, we're going to invade the Capitol building. It was obviously just, you know, a a byproduct of the situation and, and all the stuff that was happening in the day. Yeah. Let's see here. This is... Not that one. Trying to find the right screen. And I'm reading the, the chat and just to your audience out there, you guys are so awesome. I really appreciate all your input and everything. And, and I do, I hear what you're saying. I know Robert's always looking at the reading every one of you guys pretty much. So, you know, look, we're going to keep going. We're going to stay positive, but there is a certain aspect to this that is obviously 
it is what it is at this point. And hopefully it's a wake up call to everyone in Congress that there's a lot of pissed off patriots out there. who are not going to just sit idly by and watch their country be destroyed from within. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. That way we can hear it. Yep. And love the fam out there. Appreciate y'all. God bless you. Let's go ahead and let, let's see what happens. <laughs> All right. Let's see what happens. I know you're pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened where they could take it away from all of us from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election, but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. Right. That sound like a man who is really behind, like really wants you guys, everyone to leave. I mean, I, it just doesn't to me, given what I know, if Trump wanted everyone to leave, he would be you guys need to get the you know what out of there right now. You're going to you're doing this. I think part of him says they need this wake up call. And I partially agree too. you know, it, it, you at what? Like I said, okay, I'll, I'm not going to be a broken record, but. It does seem as though President Trump spent a lot of that video talking about going home. Like you said, the insurrection, that was interesting. I didn't put that together. But also about this is a fraudulent election. These people are evil. They stole it from us. I mean, you don't throw that in there because you really want people to disperse, in my opinion. You throw that in there because you're telling people, hey, you know, I know what you're doing is wrong, but <laughs> I understand. He said you're good people. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but uh, Trump's, you know, he, he loves his supporters and he's, you know, kind of a, you know, a to the point kind of guy. And I think he just, he did that in such a tone to maybe calm people a little bit. Um, you know, like when he says, let's take a walk up to the Capitol, he didn't do it in a pumped up way. When he was talking to people right there, he didn't do it again in a pumped up way. He just talked to them, you know, like, like families, like, Hey, look, I love you. Nobody get hurt. Let's go home. We know we won. Let me handle it. Right. Because that's that's what I think he really meant um, in that. And and I think we're going to see a, a lot happen between now and the 20th. He's been right about everything. All right. One of the things that we have to ask ourselves, though, is, I mean, how much support does he really have? And I mean, when you hear like we had Neon Revolt, right, calling for Pence's um, arrest last night in his um, three part um, essay of sorts. Uh, we had uh, Lynn Wood. He's been calling him out, you know, for like for a week, um, telling him that he needs to step down and resign or do the right thing, then step down and resign. We know that we've seen the video footage at the George Bush seniors, um, you know, um, you know, his uh, funeral where he got the envelope. So we've we've already had a lot of people that were, um, you know, very suspect of, about, um, you know, Pence. And so today we've got the um, the verification that uh, he's not going to stand up and do the right thing. And that is um, in Trump. Here's here's another thing about Trump. Um, you know, I've, I've watched this guy for for forever. And uh, one of the things that he does when he speaks 
is he has like these little subtle, like little, like little tells that he does every once in a while. And when he was talking, when he had his speech and he was up there uh, today, this morning at like, uh, I don't know, 11, 12 o'clock Eastern time, he says, you know, he's basically been thinking about Pence and he hopes that he does the right thing, but he's heard some, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he's heard some, um, you know, kind of like some, some bad things. He heard some disappointing or, you know, sad things or something like that. He made a tiny, quick little, you know, little jab before he moved on. It was kind of like in between words. And at that point, I knew that Pence was going to betray him. I knew it. And then, um, you know, he, you know, Pence released basically the statement saying that he doesn't have the power to do anything when we know that he does. Uh, we know that, that some of the, the brightest minds um, that are constitutional attorneys laid it down for him in crayon, explaining exactly how he could do it. And he dismissed it. So what I'm getting at is, I just wonder how much real support Trump has within his administration um, and how this is all going to play out. I know Trump wins. I do. I just don't know how, like I said from the start, I don't know which path because these paths keep getting uh, more rocky and more bumpy and there's more obstacles. And, you know, the 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 players, you know, the, the teammates seem to be on, uh, you know, opposing sides like they're like they've uh, fixed the game and they've placed a bet on it and they're trying to throw the game so they can win the bet and they don't care about winning the game. They just care about winning the money. Uh, we've seen a lot of that. We saw Georgia, you know, just, just, you know, the other day um, we saw the rampant uh, shenanigans all over again. And that was one of the things it's like, if you're going to keep it exactly how it was on the third, you're going to get the same result on the third. You could see that they'd already had flooded the place with all these, you know, fake shenanigans. And you could see that they were keeping Republicans out. And you could see that they had an increase of like 2.2 million voters, which would have been to have 2.2 million new people vote. I think Bobby said that would be like a, a 90 years time span or something like that. So basically they got 90 years of people uh, in a, in a four month period. So we already knew that it was um, going to have all kinds of issues, but I just couldn't believe that. Um, and, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, we're I'm proved to be right. I just can't believe that they wouldn't have some kind of sting in place to catch them red handed and, you know, prosecute and you know, be like, okay, here's the proof. You guys wanted proof. Well, here's the video. Here's more video. This is them actually doing it. Like they could have put, you know, like hidden cameras. They could have put all these different types of, um, you know, operatives or whatnot, just implanted them within it and then caught them because you knew that they were going to do it. They were absolutely going to do it again. So I just wonder how big his team is that he can really trust and um, how this all is going to end up uh, playing out. At the end, Trump wins. But man, we have got a lot of road between where we're at right now and all the crazy different ways we can go to that point. So what's what's some of your thoughts there? I think President Trump's had the military working with him from day one. I think he has some of his closest advisors who are giving him good advice. I think a lot of his lawyers and kind of the um, outside of his really tight bubble in the White House have given him very poor advice. I think that they try to keep him in a bubble there, and that, that's what's prevented him from doing uh, making a lot of moves and moving more decisively. I mean, you know, at this point, I would say this. You know, they say trust the plan, and, and I'm still one of those guys. You know, I think President Trump will pull it out. I think there there's always been a plan in place, you know, and, and it's all about escalation. President Trump's done everything he can to escalate it without, uh, you know, taking it beyond the point that is, you know, beyond constitutional. But you know, if you're if you're playing a rigged game, I mean, how can you follow the rules? 
you know, and that's that's really where President Trump is right now. And that's why there's some hard decisions that are going to have to be made. If you look at President Trump's last tweet, you were just on his Twitter page. He said he's asking everyone at the U.S. Capitol. This was before they deleted the, the two tweets after with the video. So he was asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. Now, at that point, I'm pretty sure they had already entered the U.S. Capitol building. We're standing, taking pictures, uh, you know, in the Senate chambers. And uh, I don't hear him say anything like evacuate the Capitol get out of the Capitol. Don't be in the Capitol building. It is against the law. I hear him saying no violence, saying remain peaceful. And the only one I saw that was really violent in that Capitol building was the uh, police officer who drew his weapon and uh, shot that woman and killed her. Apparently, from what I've heard, uh, she's she's passed away now, um, shot and killed her as they were uh, I don't even think she was one of the people trying to actually get into the, the chambers. Maybe she was, but they were trying to get into the House chambers. And, you know, this is what we're up against. This is and this is, you know, the start of places like Venezuela. And you look at the fall of other countries. This is where it all begins when people are so fed up. They're so pissed off. They're so upset and they're so betrayed that they have no other recourse other than to march into the buildings and try to directly confront the individuals who are subjugating them, the individuals who are betraying them, the individuals who are committing treason and betraying the, the oaths that they took to this constitution, this United States, you know, and to the people of it. So I don't know what the answer is yet. And I don't know what president Trump's plan is yet, but I know that president Trump had to be aware that, that this could happen. And I think as he saw it happen in real time, I think he realized what I'm realizing, what other people should realize, which is that, you know, if this doesn't serve as a wake-up call to all those rhinos, all those feckless, spineless cowards in D.C., all those treasonous traitors in, in on the Democrat Party, all those individuals who have basically spent the last four years trying to undermine the American people, trying to sell us back out to China and give our democracy over to the highest bidder abroad, if they don't realize that it will only get worse from here if they don't start doing the right thing, I don't know what to tell them. And I'm not advocating for anything. I'm not saying that anyone should be out doing this. I'm just saying that there's going to be enough pissed off people when you lock them down, you take away their income, you flush their life savings down the toilet, you make them, you know, force them into these draconian Orwellian nightmarish type situations where the, the, the quality of life just goes downhill. You have to, you know, you can't even hold the hand of your dying mother or father or grandpa or grandpa or brother or sister as they're sitting in the hospital waiting to, you know, take their last breaths. How long do you think people are really going to just sit back and say, yeah, that's totally cool because some guy in Washington named Anthony Fauci told me that I have to, you know, I can't do it. And I have to wear a mask everywhere I go. And I have to stay six feet away from everyone. I can't have a Thanksgiving dinner at my house. I can't, you know, have Christmas with my family. None of this is going to be able to hold. And maybe that's all been the plan by the Democrats and the left and the, the globalists from the beginning is to implode us from within to do this. But I'm just saying as a realist, as a person who understands people, I think I do pretty well uh, that this will not last and president trump hopefully has that ace up his sleeve and he's going to do something and it's probably going to involve the military and i was the first one to say today he should be uh using his emergency powers to uh, enact martial law and to just start arresting people 
And, uh, you know, we're already at the precipice now. If, if these people have really betrayed us and sold us out and they're as corrupt as I believe they are with the evidence that I've seen and the, the integrity of our election is just flushed down the toilet, then what are we waiting for except this was our last day? And you saw what happened today. Mitch McConnell betrayed us. Mike Pence betrayed us. And no matter what the rest of the, the Congress did that day, if those two people betrayed us, we weren't going to get the result that that we should get, which is the free and fair election being upheld in this country, not being allowed to, you know, have the shenanigans happen in it. So in my humble opinion, President Trump from here to January 20th is going to have some very, very tough decisions to make. But there's a plan in place. And I, I trust that uh, it's going to get worse from here, but it has to get worse before it gets better. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Yep. You've uh, touched on a lot of the things that, you know, I've been saying for a long time, man. So um, obviously we're going it, to, it's going to have to get worse before it gets better. You know, I, I, I begged people, I begged people not to get their hopes up about today, giving us clarity and giving uh, Trump a win. Um, the 20th is what I believe is, is important. And we've got a long ways to go between, um, you know, between where we're at right now and getting there and a lot, we're going to see a lot more uh, push from the media to divide us further. We may see Trump get totally censored from social media and from getting his voice out. Uh, we already know that Ilhar Omar and a lot of others are trying to invoke the 25th Amendment and have Pence basically remove Trump as, you know, as president. They're trying to get the articles articles of impeachment. Um, you know, there is there is a lot of really disturbing things going on right now. We are definitely at those crossroads. Um, you know, just again, you know, I've said it in some form, the military will have to be used, whether it's the intelligence or boots on the ground. But at the end of the day, Trump can make all of this stop. You know what I mean? He's got all the different EOs, you know, 13848, 13, is it 8? 13181 or something like that. Um, you know, he's got the Directive 51 Insurrection Act. You know, he could, all, all kinds of things that he can do to make this stop. I just wonder how much more we're going to have to see before he actually does that. Because uh, we can actually, you know, we can see it with our own eyes, man. Uh, he's been betrayed by everybody. He's got nothing but Judas around him, um, you know, pretty much all, all around him. So the, uh, the people that have been giving us a lot of the information, um, are people that I believe are uh, some of his instruments, some of his tools that aren't officially, you know, part of his campaign. You know, people like, uh, you know, you got uh, Lynn Woods and people like Sidney Powell and General Michael Flynn. And those are some of the people we need to be paying attention to, as well as, um, you know, like last night with Neon Revolt. He was, you know, spot on. Um, so there's we're going to have to get our information from other places other than the mainstream media, because we can see that um, they are totally trying to divide and push a narrative down us that uh, Trump is has lost and that uh, we're all a bunch of crazy people because uh, we won't just accept it and take the L when there is just undeniable proof, undeniable proof that uh, nobody wants to hear. They won't let them hear it because just like you know, the, the protocols and the, of the elders of Zion, when you infiltrate every single layer of a civilization, of a society, they put their people in these prominent positions to keep the information, you know, from leaking out or to keep their narrative in place. And, and we're seeing that. So it is definitely a trying time right now. And I understand a lot of people are very, uh, you know, scared. They're upset. Um, you know, they're just feeling anxious and, and rightfully so. I'm not going to tell you, you shouldn't feel that way because we're definitely going through some crap right now. This is as real as it's been since 1776. I mean, we are we are definitely under assault. As soon as the information started coming out there in Congress, boom, the doors were breached. 
come on. You know, I, I was surprised that they even, you know, showed up. I thought that they were just going to walk off, um, you know, or something like that, but that would look cowardly. Instead, what's, this is the perfect, this is the perfect, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, the perfect way for them to walk off is to be ushered off, you know, and in threat. So again, it's my opinion. I, you know, it's, it's just my opinion. Um, but I feel that, um, it is going to take military involvement. It is because there's just nobody else that uh, he can trust. And um, when that's going to happen, when he's going to pull those Trump cards, I don't know, but he's going to have to because it doesn't look like anybody else is coming to his aid. So if he's got the military and we believe that he does, and he has all these EOs, which we know that he does, he can make this stop at any time. So we'll just uh, have to, I guess, wait and see, as he always says, uh, to win, you know, enough is enough. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think that you're hitting the nail on the head and, and everything that we're seeing right now is a part of, you know, the political process. We've let the Constitution play out to the, the best we can. And, you know, what what we're going to see probably in the next weeks uh, ahead of the 20th deadline is going to be uh, pretty incredible, I would say. And, and it's only going to get bigger and bigger. More and more people are going to be basically going out and marching and protesting and calling their senators and showing up at their senator's front door. Because, I mean, if there's one thing that we've learned over the last four years, as unfortunate as it may be, is that the Democrats, as corrupt and, and basically lawless as they are, they get results politically. And whether it's by, and, and I'm not saying that we should be advocating for the cheating and corruption and things that they've done, but I'm just saying that they get results because they put pressure on the people who supposedly represent them and we're out there now putting that pressure on them and and i would say you know regardless of what they say you know like right now you're showing live pictures uh it looks like of protesters and there's a curfew in effect and they're just they're still there nobody's going home nobody's going to listen to the mayor of dc mural bowser not if not when they know what's at stake they know where our whole country will go if we allow this injustice to stand because if you lose things like elections, that's one thing. But if you lose the entire the integrity of the election, if you lose the the ability to have trust in the outcome, that's not going to work in the future. We're never. I mean, do you? And, and a lot of people say it's like, do you even believe it? I don't believe that we would ever win an election again after this if if we don't do something to stand up and say this is has to be fixed because you can't have this kind of corruption and, and shenanigans let's just say and and expect it to just be oh well it'll be much fairer the next time oh yeah so the people who did all the shenanigans are going to take over government and you think the next election's not going to be even more shenanigans and even worse and and then it will just turn into like a one-party state like communist china or out here in california where i live um you know that's would be my whole thing is that, you know, there's there has to be that point at which we say no more uh, to quote Ronald Reagan. Um, and I, I see it happening right now in real time. And, and I'm glad to see a lot of patriots out there. I'm, I'm I don't advocate for, you know, violence or anything, but I do think showing people by protesting and showing up and confronting people is what you have to do in this day and age. Because it's like you can't rely on the internet anymore. You can't rely on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter because they'll just censor you. They'll, they'll shut you down. They'll be like me. I got I got memory hold off of YouTube. You know, 200 and 
fifty or two hundred seventy or eighty thousand subscribers, sixty million views over the last three years, and just boop, gone, nothing. And now, you know, I'm struggling to even build back a fraction of that because these companies, these big tech, uh, you know, censors, cartel members, I like to call them, they've fixed the game. And the fake news has fixed the game. And the, the corrupt electors have fixed the game. The corrupt election officials have fixed the game. The corrupt politicians have fixed the game. So what else can you do? All you can do is physically show up and say, nah, we ain't going to let that happen. So, I mean, I see this as a positive, and I think the next two weeks are going to be a big roller coaster, and um, we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, we definitely need to uh, fix the system, that is for sure, because there's no primarying people out in 2022 if we don't fix our voting system today. And we need to fix the last election before we fix the next, the next election. And obviously, if we don't have the freedom of speech, and we know that the people that are um, trying to seize power um, we'll take that from us as well as pretty much everything else. Just read 1984 and that's pretty much what they want to do. I mean, you can you can see all the craziness. I mean, when you saw Pelosi, one of her first acts in the new in the new Congress was basically changing, you know, all the terms. There's no longer like you can't really associate genders. You know, you can't uh, call people fathers. So no. So no longer, you know, is it our forefathers or, you know, they're just it's lunacy what they're doing. And this is not what America wants. It's not what America voted in. And we can see with our own eyes that this has been you know, stolen from us. And most of these people that were um, in positions of power obviously got there through the same methods. And that's the reason why they don't want this exposed. I mean, if you're part of the shenanigans, and that's how it got you your seat. The last thing you want to do is expose it. And for the people that got there legitimately, that were going to expose it, they couldn't let that happen. So you see this happen. And then you've got, you know, the Patriots, of course, you know, they're hanging out there. They're like, you know, I traveled across the country to get here. And, um, you know, hell no, we're not going to take this. But you notice they're peaceful. You know what I mean? They're peaceful. We're, we're a different breed. We understand, um, you know, law and order. We understand how to be peaceful until it's time not to be, right? Um, but again, this, what we're seeing right now, we haven't seen for a very, very long time, and it's going to take a lot to fix it. Um, of course, uh, we definitely need to fix our media and our social media, and that is going to be quite the chore when it seems like most of the people are bought and paid for that have the ability to do anything about it. And, you know, we've seen, you know, Trump with with his Section 230, how that hasn't gone through. We see what they're doing to him here today. Um, so I'm just wondering when he's going to enact some of these uh, executive orders or the Insurrection Act or one of these things, uh, because we know that God wins. We know that he wins. We know that we win. It's just a matter of, you know, is it, you know, was it today or is it on the 20th or does this get pushed into freaking March? I mean, God only knows how far this could really go. So I want everybody to kind of buckle in. You know, I've said this for a long time. All right. So I want everybody to kind of just buckle in, strap in, you know, don't expect this to, you know, to end very, very soon or without a whole bunch of, you know, crazy bumps and twists and turns and finding out, you know, who else are traitors against us and, you know, everything really being exposed because we know, we know how it ends, but we still, like I keep saying, we have a lot of road between where we're at right now and where this thing goes. And um, again, I just, I pray it all goes down peacefully uh, because nobody, you know, wants to um, go the other route. I mean, I know some people, you know, would like to see that. I know a lot of people would like to see that, but hopefully this can all be resolved peacefully and we drain the swamp and uh, Trump steps up. I was um, 
you know, really hoping that, uh, you know, he would keep people safe because he invited people to D.C. And I figured, well, if he's asking people to come, then, you know, he, he must have, you know, some contingency plans in place with, you know, security to keep things from like happening to that woman. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, anybody got hurt out there and we definitely don't want to see anybody get hurt. But, um, yeah, it was a little it was a little disappointing to not see better control. Um, to not see, um, you know, like this all could have been, I mean, can you imagine the you know, capital hasn't been breached since like what, 1814 by the British? Um, you, you saw them moving. And again, we could be seeing something completely different. Maybe it's wrong. But, you know, the, the video that we saw where they're removing the barricades and letting people um, essentially storm, right? It looks like the police are, are letting people uh, in. You know, it looks like the police are just simply, you know, let me start it over. It looks like they remove the barricades and they just let people through. You know, it's, you know, I mean, there you go. I mean, now, now they can't, uh, the people can't see the evidence The people can't, um, you know, really, really, um, you know, expose these people. Like, well, I I mean, and, and conversely, it's like, well, what if those people hypothetically just, you know, for argument's sake, what if they were just Trump people were like, yeah, yeah. I don't know why we're holding you back here. Come on up. Uh, you know, let's, let's yeah, I mean, we speculate till. Yeah, I mean, we can so, speculate. I mean, it's hard to make that judgment. And and just for a little moment, two things. First of all, I agree with everything you said. Second of all, I sent you a, a tweet in the in the private chat over here just because. Yeah, but be uh, I thought that was pretty much. The, it's, I would give a little brevity, a little uh, funny thing for your audience out there. You know, just to to make it all. It's not all doom and gloom. Uh, it says electoral college successfully overturned by Buffalo guy. <laughs> it's Buffalo guy yep. selected as president. <laughs> I saw that and I just thought, okay, that's 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 good. That's that's worth a laugh. And uh, second, another thing too is that you know we got to remember God in all of this. You got to remember that everything of this world is temporary. Everything not of this world is eternal. And and regardless of what happens, you know, as dire as it may seem right now, I mean historically i mean i know you're a christian i know a lot of your audience out there is christian some of them are atheists agnostic etc but um or, or something else but i'd say to, to everyone out there that what i believe and i think what you believe also is that god's going to get us through this no matter what and and sometimes you know we have to go through affliction to, to become stronger and that's a part of giving giving us an ability to, to share hope with others. Because when we go through a affliction and we come through it and we're better off for it, then we find that hope in our hearts, which makes it much easier and, and for us to share that hope of Christ with others. So if you don't mind, Robert, uh, if you mind, I share a verse with everyone out there um, from the book of Ephesians, which is a very powerful book from the Bible. And I hope this, this is a, a pretty, uh, you know, a popular uh, Bible verse, but it also, it talks about light versus darkness. And I think that's something we need to remind ourselves here because it's so easy to get kind of sucked down that the darkness of everything and not focus on the light. So I'm going to take a second here to focus on the light. And I know uh, you're always encouraging me to share scripture, so I'll definitely do that here. But I'll say this, this is out of the book of Ephesians chapter five or six through 12. It says, let no one deceive you with empty arguments. For because of these things, God's wrath is coming on the disobedient. Therefore, do not become their partners. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of light results in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, discerning what is pleasing to the Lord. Don't participate in the fruitless works of darkness, but instead 
expose them, for it is shameful even to mention what is done by them in secret. Everything exposed by the light is made clear, for what makes everything clear is light. Therefore, it is said, get up, sleeper, and rise up from the dead, and the Messiah will shine on you. And I wanted to share that because I thought that verse speaks to exactly what we're going through here today. As easy as it is to get kind of sucked into the darkness, we have to remember that the Messiah will shine on us if we just rise up from this dead sleep and, and whatever you want to call it that we tend to be in sometimes. And uh, it's it's a pleasure to be able to share that with you and your audience. And uh, God bless you all out there. And, and, you know, if you're out there and you're agnostic, atheist, you know, I'll just say this, you know, it, it can't it really can't hurt at this time if you're seeing a lot of troubles and, and you're not feeling like everything's going your way just try a prayer you know open your heart up reach out to god start the conversation and uh think about accepting christ into your life as your your lord and savior because it can do things that you never thought were possible you probably don't think are possible right now especially if you're an atheist so i would tell you right now god can do things that no man can imagine you can't think of in your own in your wildest dreams he can do that for you so uh that would be my call to action for your audience out there as opposed to you know breaking into the capitol building you know yeah try, try to pray Amen, brother. It's like Proverbs. My favorite one is do your best, prepare for the worst, then trust God to bring you victory. So very, very cool. Um, for people out there that want to, uh, you know, to kind of get their mind off things a little bit, and you guys have all seen cryptocurrency going crazy. If you want some free crypto, run, uh, just head over to CryptoBeatles.com, click enter, just follow the little prompts right there. Just say you want free crypto and we'll, we'll send you uh, a thousand Monarch tokens to get you into cryptocurrency. All right. So it's all free. Or if you want a book, say you want a book and we'll get you a book so that way you can start learning a little bit about blockchain and cryptocurrency. Um, I over on DLive, what is up fam over there? Um, you know, I was trying to give extra lemons. So I don't take any money from anybody. Um, actually give uh, lemons and stuff back to the fam. So we've got uh, some great people over here. It looks like our top contributors is Miss Lady, Liz G. And then I can't read the rest of it. It says deplorable. Um, so love you all over there. It's great to have everybody hanging out with us. What I'm going to do is I'm going to distribute the chest, but I'm going to add because I think I am, I'm locked to where I can only give out 10,000 lemons um, uh, a week and it resets on Sunday at uh, midnight or something like that until I make it to affiliate and to partner and through all their hoops. But what I can do though, is I can add, I'm going to try to add, you know, like 3,333.33 lemons plus empty the chest. So I know that, um, let's see if it'll let me do it. 3333.33 and... Let's see, it's trying to see if it'll let me do it here. Hmm. It says you can add up to 10,000 lemons, resets every Sunday at midnight. Well, let's see if that worked. Custom, three, 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 submit. This way everybody can see what I'm doing. So I'm trying to Click the little, where'd it go? Here. So I'm trying to. So one thing I really respect about you, Robert, is that you truly do care about your audience just as I do. And you really want to help them out as best you can. And, and I'm, I'm always so impressed at how uh, generous you are with your time and 
uh, your money and, and everything that you do. So it's always something to be considered when, when uh, you know, you go out there and you actually put your money where your mouth is and, and your time where your mouth is and give back. So I like to just say that because I've noticed it and it's really something that it, it's what we all need to do. So, well, I love my fam. Love my friends, you know, my son and I put this channel together for them and the, the family's grown and the least I can do is, uh, you know, help out the best I can with uh, their their questions and their needs. And I always try to, to give back as well. And it looks like it might have worked. Um, I don't know. Well, what that's all the more reason for all of you guys out there watching to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. You know, get find him on all the different social medias and get connected with him because he he'll listen to you and he'll take care of you. And uh, it's it's trust me. uh He's the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's definitely worth a, a subscribe at minimum. Well, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, just always trying to take care of the fam. You know, I feel really bad. You know, we got 10 or 12 people over there to the uh, Trump rally and, you know, they didn't get to, you know, enjoy themselves. And, um, you know, they they, it, they came from far and <laughs> they came from far and wide. And, um, you know, it's just it's a shame that uh, they didn't really get to enjoy themselves and, um, you know, people having to uh, get tear gassed and everything else. So I feel I feel horrible for them. And I'm just glad that they're safe. I love you all. I'm glad that you're safe out there. Um, they all got back to me and told me they were safe. So thank God for that. Um, they just I wish they could have really enjoyed themselves and had that uh, typical Trump rally, you know, that kind of love and everything that's usually in the air at those things and this kind of went really south but uh yeah congrats to miss lady drifter you just got 1.6 thousand lemons and just v just got 955 and kathy with an i got 691 g62 data got 549 and liz g got 459 so let me move this back so that way you guys don't have to see all the multiple screens there um so yeah, get everybody paid there. Hopefully um, I'll be able to send more this week as well because we have another live stream on Friday. And then we also have, um, I think, uh, oh yeah, at 4 p.m. on 4 p.m. Friday, Pacific Standard, I'll be on Woke Society's channel. And then at 6 p.m. here, we'll do our live stream. And then Sunday at 1 p.m. Um, for everybody out there, you know, again, I, I know that you're all, um, you know, on, you know, just freaking out. A lot of people are freaking out out there and it's and rightfully so, but just know that it's going to get a lot better. Um, and what we saw today, um, I don't know if you guys know who, who Lee Iacocca is, but Lee Iacocca always had always, you know, said some incredible things. And one of the things he always said is integrity is choosing what's right over what's easy. And we've been seeing a lot of our elected leaders, a lot of our business people that are simply just choosing what's, you know, easy over what's right. And that is the uh, the lack of integrity. And then he has another one that I really enjoy too, that um, I always found helpful in, in all my companies that, that we own is that the, uh, the speed of the boss is the speed of the team. All right. So we saw Trump throughout all these years, He's been making these people work hard. He's been making these people work hard. Some of them didn't like it. <laughs> you know, some of them didn't like it. And uh, what he needs to do right now is exactly what he's done in the past. He needs to uh, work fast and hard. And he needs to, um, I think he needs to really take action here for the people. Um, I really think he needs to do that. And uh, when he does, um, and I think it's going to be uh, great for, you know, great for everybody, because I, I think that um, it's going to it's going to boil down to one of the EOs. It's going to boil down to the Insurrection Act. It's going to have to, you know, it's going to have to require something drastic like that to combat what it is we're seeing today. Uh, we haven't been in this position in a long, long time. And I know a lot of people were, like I said, freaking out, but, you know, breathe. You know, we're not to I, I know we're we're close. We're very close. And it, there's 
there's something that's going to have to happen between now and January 20th for sure. But, um, you know, it's it's going to get a little bit worse before it gets better. Make sure that you keep your heads on the swivel. Make sure you guys have, you know, food and all the, the stuff that you might need just in case stuff does go completely crazy and, and uh, things go dark for a little bit. We know that uh, they've talked about, you know, shutting down some of the social media, his. They've talked about, you know, shutting down some of ours. Um, so just, you know, kind of be prepared. Uh, it's always it's always a good thing to do, right, whether you need it or not. And, um, yeah, you know, you can always hit me up on Twitter, Power, Gab, any of those places. Uh, we'll be back on, on Friday. But before we do that, uh, Craig, you have anything um, you want to you leave uh, with the peeps? Well, I think that, that my Bible verse kind of summed it up. But I would say this, that, you know, for me, I, I struggle with, you know, I, I still have that, that, I guess, the, you know, vigor to say, uh, I'm upset and this is wrong. And, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. And a lot of you out there in the same boat, but the reason I brought up the, the scripture and Robert always asked me, you know, Hey, bring scripture, man, let's do it is because we got to balance ourselves. And like I said, not get too consumed with that darkness and focus on the light as well. And, and even more so the light of Christ and, and that we're saved and uh, those are the positive things. We have to be able to continue to look at that, even as dark as it may get um, around us. So that's pretty much it. Also, you guys can find me uh, online. I'm at justinformednews.com. That's the official website. That's where all my videos are posted. I just updated the website. So it actually looks a lot more like a real video hosting website as opposed to kind of, you know, what it, what it was before. So it's a little bit more easily to use and, uh, you know, obviously, I've I've had some struggles with the uh, big tech censorship and being put on their blacklist. So if you uh, if you look below, I think Robert will help me out and put my links below here. So uh, if you want to make a donation, I have a Fundly page set up, so you can go check that out if you want to donate and, and keep the, the channel alive. Because um, it's really one of those things that you know, without you guys out there, I couldn't do it. But again, support Robert, subscribe to all his stuff, find him on every social media. Uh, hopefully you guys can find me justinformnews.com and uh, just keep it going patriots and stay positive and pray for our nation pray for our president pray for all the patriots in dc right now that they have a safe evening and that uh, we get through this uh this tough time you know this affliction and pray that it it produces the proven character that we need to to give hope to others amen and i really appreciate uh, everybody that uh, showed up and you know, was hanging out with us. I know, like I said, these are some some troubling times. I just wanted to make sure that uh, his Twitter account was still here. Um, I saw um, I saw somebody say that it was uh, deleted. So I was like, oh, it's begun. But anyways, God wins. We win. Trump wins. We know that. So just uh, buckle up. Like I've been saying for for a long time, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazier. Uh, but we know where we're going. Um, you know, really appreciate um, everybody in the fam out there. All the love. You guys are incredible. Gals are incredible. Um, I look forward to hanging out with you again on Friday. I don't want to run over too much over an hour. Um, so I'm going to get back into um, education mode and try to learn even more for the uh, for the next uh, stream. So that way we'll have uh, you know better information and and more stuff for y'all. So um, unless there's anything else, we will see you all on Friday. Um, love you. God bless you. I've got uh, a little video for the way out. Actually, no, I'm wrong. I've got to I've got to show you all the videos really quick from um, from everybody that showed up. Let me uh, let me show some of these. These are some of the people that we actually sent there. All right, uh, to the actual rally. I totally forgot. So I'll go through some of these, uh, and then I'll play a video on the way out. 
then we'll get everybody on your way. All right. But again, this was from the beginning. This was from when the uh, rally started. I almost forgot to share these, but this is when from the rally started. You see, it was very, uh, it was very special. It was very, uh, very peaceful, incredible, everybody coming together, a really beautiful thing. And then it, we obviously know how it, uh, how it went, right? So it kind of went uh, this way. But uh, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Just uh, have a little faith. Have a little faith and uh, just know that uh, God wins. So here we go. I'm going to start playing some of these. It's a movement that will transcend all of us. And guys, we are going to keep America great because we live in the greatest country in the world. And we will never, ever, ever stop fighting. So these are from uh, Richard and Tina. Um, I'm sure glad everybody got out safe. Here's some more. You can see he got some pretty close, uh, pretty close pictures. He was really cl uh, close to POTUS. Uh, see what else we got here. So they actually uh, got their way into the VIP area. So that was kind of cool that they got their way into the VIP area. Then uh, let's see. We got uh, there. We go. He better. Because if Mike Pence does the right thing. We win the election. All he has to do, all he, this is, this is. Did you hear that? All he has to do is the right thing. All he has to do is the right thing. That was a, that was a wonderful little clip, right? Now we all know that uh, he didn't do the right thing. We got uh, some of Junior's speech here. We need to be the party of our values that we hold so dear that made America the greatest country in the world. And you guys are part of that movement. So stay in this fight. Stay loud. Don't be suppressed. Don't be put in your corner. Don't let them cancel you. Trust me, I've been canceled 17 times since I started this speech. I promise you. Seventeen times he's been canceled. Check that out, Don Jr. Hopefully that'll be our next president after uh, after his dad does another four more years for us. And then here's our uh, our buddy uh, Rice Crypto. Guess who he's with? <laughs> I know Vincent. He's a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, Vincent's great. All right, so I think that's uh, that's enough of the pictures, and a lot of those came from uh, from Richard and Tina and Chris. So I just had way too many from everybody else, but I just wanted to share a few of those. And I've got a, a good video with uh, with Rudy for everybody on the way out. And um, I'll make sure I'll be posting your comments to the video on the way out as all, as always. So as always, keep your chin up. It's going to get a lot better. Promise. Love you. God bless you. And we will catch you on the next one. We know that dead people voted, but we now know because we caught it live last time in real time how the machines contributed to that fraud. And let me as simply as I can explain it. You know the old way was to have a bunch of ballots sitting in a box under the floor and when you needed more you pulled them out in the dark of night. They put those ballots in a secret folder in the machines, sitting there waiting until they know how many they need. And then the machine, after the close of polls, we now know who's voted and we know who hasn't. And I can now, in that machine, match those unvoted ballots with an unvoted voter and put them together in the machine. And how do we know that happened last night in real time? You saw when it got to 99% of the vote total and then it stopped. The percentage stopped, 
but the votes didn't stop. What happened, and you don't see this on Fox or any other stations, but the data shows that the denominator, how many ballots remain to be counted? How else do you figure out the percentage that you have? How many remain to be counted? That number started moving up. That means they were unloading the ballots from that secret folder, matching them, matching them to the unvoted voter, and voila, we have enough votes to barely get over the finish line. We saw it happen in real time last night, and it happened on November 3rd as well. And all we are demanding of Vice President Pence is this afternoon at 1 o'clock, he let the legislatures of the state look into this so we get to the bottom of it and the American people know whether we have control of the direction of our government or not. We no longer live in a self-governing republic if we can't get the answer to this question. This is bigger than President Trump. It is the very essence of our Republican form of government, and it has to be done. And anybody that is not willing to stand up to do it does not deserve to be in the office. It is that simple. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beatles shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is a co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading New Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you on the next one.